0: You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Welcome back to The Wire. You're listening to 95BFM. And we're joined in the studio with Callum from ReNews. How are you doing?
1: I'm very well. Lovely to be here.
0: That's good. And um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and um, what you're doing with ReNews?
1: Yeah. So I'm the digital and social producer, which is weird to be like now in print and radio. It's actually really nice. It's much more tangible. Um, but I kind of work behind the scenes doing publishing, marketing, bit of like data science stuff, which is lots of fun. Um, and we're here just to talk to some students this week, get to get the kind of vibe of what's going on and give away some free shirts.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you're down at O-Week. Um, can you tell us a bit about what you've been getting up to, what you've been chatting about?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the, the kind of crux of our campaign this week is we launched a new kind of campaign with Yeehaw the Boys, Dan Vernon from Darts Fame, um, and he did these insane election wwe style things of all the different kind of major party major and minor party candidates we printed them out put them on t-shirts and now we're down here talking to students about kind of what they think needs to be on the election ballot what they need to be talking about what they're thinking of whether they've voted before because there's a lot of freshers or whether we're this sort is of locked in
0: and with young voters sort of thinking about the election what was their kind of response to you asking about that were they aware it was happening were they thinking about it already um, what, were their kind of, what were their kind of thoughts and feelings about it?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, we actually, I was surprised at how much people wanted to come up to us and have a yarn. They were like, oh, you, if you want to show it, you have to come and talk to us. And they were like, oh yeah, I'm ready, let's go. And the kind of, the main things that they were talking about was essentially two issues of climate change and the cost of living crisis. The cost of living crisis, especially, I think, it's more, most felt always in student communities and then also, you know, minority communities, particular communities and we they were really present on like it's just not a pleasant sight to be working in a supermarket and seeing that people can't have to put things back have to be really watching the budget and they don't know whether any party is going to really solve that issue
0: mm, and yeah students will definitely be experiencing a lot of those issues firsthand but there is sort of a low voter turnout mm. that's been quite dismally low recently so what do you think or what have students been saying might be deterring them from engaging in politics
1: I think a lot of it came down to the kind of the information they're receiving. A couple of people, I just didn't even know what it was. It seemed like a big two-month window period. And whether that's, you know, if someone says that whether there was a clear date or not, it usually means that the message didn't get through to them and there's a lot of noise around the signal. So I usually think that the more you can advertise, it has to take a, not just the election organisation campaign and it takes media outlets that are targeting those young folks. It really is a, a wide... Ranging kind of activity to get those people mm. engaged.
0: For sure. And the people that you did speak to, um, were they already decided on who they're going to vote for, sort of what is going to drive them to vote, or are they kind of a bit more like up in the air? We'll kind of see what the policies that come out are. Are they sort of a bit more uncertain?
1: Yeah, it was honestly, it was really up in the air. A lot of people, there was a lot of different matrixes of people being like, I want a socialist, Nats Green government, which I thought was a very interesting combo. And then you have kind of people that are like, no, I'm definitely Greens or I'm going for Labour. I don't, you know, mind that Jacinda has stepped down. I still want that kind of just left of centre. But a lot of people just don't f- know what the answer is, like what what party can really step up and ask them what they want to hear from this. People are like a bit of a surety, a bit of kind of reassurance that something is going to be done about the climate and just have some actual proactive movement, whether that's carbon tax, Paris Agreements, the really small stuff, but especially with Cyclone Gabrielle, it's really at the front of a lot of students' minds.
0: Yeah, and what do people think about our new Prime Minister? Have anyone has anyone shared thoughts on that and whether they prefer um Hipkins to Ardern or any mm. thoughts around that?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were just sad to see her go. I think they understood the reasons behind it of the misogyny, the The pressure and kind of the the changing tide of what Labour is able to represent. A lot of people, one person was really disappointed that they didn't get many of the promises that they'd voted for in that last election, 2020, because they came in with such a clear mandate. But I think a lot of people are still pretty keen on hip- Hipkins over Luxon
0: and if people are keen to come and have a chat with you um, where can we find you on campus
1: yeah well we're down just right on is it Al- Alfred Street Alfred Street one. yes um, <laughs> that's that's the place we're hanging out you can get a free t-shirt we've got only a hundred left and we've split it between our Victoria Uni campus and Auckland so there's only 50 to go around but uh, online you can find us at Renews N-Z R-E-N-E-W-S N-Z
0: sweet thanks so much Callum appreciate it that was a 95 bfm podcast support 95 bfm with a b card go to 95bfm.com sign up